Radical, episode 122. Welcome, ladies and gents. Thank you guys for tuning in. The Hazel, Charles, thank you for tuning in, man. I appreciate it. Uh, chat is open. I am not running Spaces Live tonight. I uh, thought I'd probably do a little more uh, communication through the, the chat tonight. Moonshine, howdy. Hello, hello, everybody. Appreciate you guys uh, out there. Like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, if you, We'll get this out of the way now. If you want to become a patron, I'd really appreciate it. Go out to patreon.com slash radicalpod, and you can be, uh, you can be a patron there. Uh, if you'd like to give me a five-star review on Apple, I'd really appreciate that. And if you got anything to bring to my attention, send it to shane at radicalpod.com. I guarantee you. I try to read everything, and I am uh, I'm getting around to it, guys. I, I I really it's it's been such an outpouring, and I I can't thank you enough. Um, today's show, uh, first and foremost, uh, Memorial Day is upon us. It's a it's not a show that I've ever done. It's not a show that I I, I think I ever want wanted to do. Um, I kind of found myself today uh, with the family and. Uh, kind of checking things in and out on on Twitter and, and what was going on and, you know, started on Friday with the Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, it's it's unpopular to say some things about Memorial Day. It is very unpopular. And you know what? I don't care. It's I think we owe it um, to a lot of people uh, out there to speak truth. Uh, and, you know, I guess my kids maybe being the first and I'll start with with that tonight, um, Memorial day is a day that, um, I go out and enjoy and live hard and big. And, um, it's, it's not one of those ones where, um, I'm wrapped up, um, you know, being sad, right? Like it's, it's not that kind of holiday. Um, it's, it's one of those things where when you know the guys, um, and you've been there and you've done it with them and unfortunately seen some of them, lose their, their lives, um, I can guarantee you, I'd say probably 99% of them want you to go out there and live a big, exciting life, especially on those days um, when you remember them, because that's all gone for those guys, right? It's all gone. They'll never see their families again. Their families will never see them again. That includes, you know, kids that they'll never know. And so it's like, dude, what? what better way to go out and, and do some, you know, real honoring than just taking, taking your family and doing fun, amazing things and enjoying the day with them. So, uh, I took my kids to six flags a day and I love roller coasters. My wife loves roller coasters. My little girl who's six absolutely is a blast on roller coasters. She's crazy. I mean, for a six year old to jump on some of the coasters that, <laughs> that scared my boys to death. Uh, if you're here in Georgia, uh, you know, like she got on Batman today. She got on uh, the Blue Falcon twice. She started out with um, the the Georgia Twisted Cyclone. I mean, she's a maniac and she rides like no handed like her dad. Like this is that's why I love. I don't know. I love it that much but it's it's one of those things where i also see my my sons right when i was their age i hated heights absolutely hated heights and to go on some of those coasters you know to to act like i would have been my my six-year-old daughter i i don't think i was i think i was more like my boys you know i i didn't understand the engineering i didn't understand all of the the things that go into uh putting a coaster up and having it run and service and and all that kind of stuff so at any rate that 
the the idea here being that you know I watched him go through some hard things today, um, and I thought you know what you know this is a uh, this is something that I owe I, I think to this audience, and um, it's it's an, it's something that you know. I've never, I don't think I've ever done a show on Memorial Day um, for a lot of reasons. Um, partly because, you know, the idea that you might even go out and enjoy the day and live it huge. Um, and instead of, you know, going to places where people aren't at graveyards and things like that and feeling totally, you know, remorse and sorrowful that you're living a, a life, man. Um, I think, you know, that's unpopular in some crowds. I don't. I know it is. It's crazy. Um, the, I think the first thing I wanted to talk about tonight is honoring the dead. Um, I obviously told you how I kind of do what I think they'd want me to be doing. Um, but what they want you to do is start thinking about things critically right like like that's how we could i think we could definitely honor the dead i think most of them uh would rather be alive i think they would rather be alive at, given the choice at this moment they'd rather be alive so critically thinking about what's going on in this world and why these men and women are still dying in a war that's 20 years long man um it's it's not hard at this point after 20 years to sit here and have a conversation with people to say, look, look around. Did you guys miss 2020? Did you guys feel the freedom in 2020? Did you feel the liberty? Did you see your rights, you know, exercised and strengthened in 2020? Or did you see a country fall into tyranny in 2020? Did you see governor after governor after governor come out through executive fiat and destroy your right of assembly, your right to work, your right to run your business, the right to put food on the table, clothes on your kid's back? Did you see the tyranny and the bureaucracy hit this country like a load of bricks? The idea that anybody would still say anything about Memorial Day in terms of today is the day we, we honor the fallen for the freedom we have. Jesus Christ. What are you doing? I mean, are you that indoctrinated or is it just fucking virtue signaling at this point? It's, it's virtue signaling or you're brainless. And I hate to be that person that has to tell you that, man, because God, I love, I love the people of America, but we're not free. We're free range cattle, man. We're taxed. Everything's taxed. If we don't pay it, man, bad dudes with guns come point money at you or yeah, point to uh, point their guns at you, take your money, maybe possibly kill you. We're not free, man. We had people getting pulled off of beaches. We had people getting pulled off of surfboards. We had people, moms getting pulled out of parks with their kids for living life. 20 years, we are no freer. We have more debt, 
more spending. I mean, more people turning to abuse of substances, not just not just use, not recreational use in in a a normal way, but we have people absolutely abusing substances to death. And a lot of it was brought on by the government restrictions during a falling economy because of the wars than we ever had before, like suicide and drug addiction and things of that nature have taken, I don't know. I can't even begin to tell you how many lives I can tell you. It was way, 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 way up in 2020. I'm sure. Some of you guys have the statistic out there. This is, this is the furthest thing from the truth anymore. Is it? Our men and women overseas are fighting for your freedom and your liberty. I've seen so much stuff on Twitter today, guys. It just it, it makes me it makes me want to vomit. Like it, it, it makes me sick. Like I I can't even laugh at some of this stuff, and that's why you know I try to avoid you know Memorial Day because I'm going to be a dick. I'm going to be a complete dick about this kind of stuff. I don't want to be, but for a little bit I am. We have to admit to ourselves that we have a problem, America. We have an out-of-control government, Republicans. You're not free, Democrats. You're not free. The parties that you support don't want you free. And they're happy to take your young kids at five years old and start indoctrinating them in the murder cult indoctrination camps compulsory that's the truth at five years old they start telling your kids about things like the civil war and they're it's bullshit the civil war wasn't a war about slavery the civil war was a war to keep the union together by abraham lincoln so that he had more tax cattle so that he didn't lose half of his tax pool the income to the to the federal government. That's why we had the civil war and they glorify Lincoln and they put him in this ridiculous, like Pantheon down there at the end of the mall on a throne, dude, that guy was responsible for more than 500,000 lives being absolutely vanquished off this earth in horrible, horrible, horrible ways in agony, rape, theft, murder abuse they start telling your your they start telling us these things at 5 years old what chance like what chance do you have unless your parents are actively involved in this kind of stuff because here's the thing is your parents they went to government indoctrination school as well the murder cult indoctrination camps their parents they started kind of going to them, I guess. You know, it's the 1930s, 1920s. Yeah, I mean, the greatest generation. Before the greatest generation, that was probably about the last generation that was schooled outside and educated outside of a quote-unquote government type of school. It's, it's crazy to, to, to think what you're up against. I don't, like I said, Democrat and Republican, it's all your kids. It's all your kids. They just, they bring them in. 
They fill their heads with garbage, and it's it's a it's complete trash. Because you, if they taught what really happened in history, we wouldn't be doing this shit. We wouldn't be at war for twenty plus years, going, "Oh, it's for freedom." Oh, they hate us because of our freedoms. Getting into wars, and we gotta we gotta link everything together in terms of the CIA and the FBI and the rest of the alphabet Fed boys. We gotta link all these guys together, so. You know, this kind of bad stuff never happens again. Just to find out, well, man, some of this bad stuff was you fucking guys. This, I mean, the history books, guys, that they teach our kids with are lies. The language that they teach us from the very beginning is a lie. And you start to see it like, Obviously, down the road, a ways, if you ever get that seed of liberty. Down the road, a ways, man, you see this from a 50,000-foot from a perspective instead of being inside of it. And it's, an, it's enough to make your head explode, all of it. We got to admit, we, I mean, our problem isn't just that we're fighting wars for 20-plus years or they're taking our, our young lads and ladies, putting them on front lines for murder cults. It's that they come for your kids at age five. And the idea, especially for you Republicans out there, that you want to thrust your kids back into a murder cult indoctrination system right now. It's like, hey, you got a chance to destroy these fucks right now. Absolutely. Get rid of them. Why not take this opportunity? You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? The next generation. As I was out with my my kids today. Watching them enjoy life for, I mean, seriously, we had, we had season tickets, I think in 2019 to, we, we've got season tickets in 2019 to Six Flags and we got to use about half a year of it before the lockdowns. I'm not going to call it COVID because COVID is a fucking joke. I know it's killed some people and I'm sorry for your people, but I swear to God, my kids haven't been out like that in a long time on top of two moves and to see their bright smiling faces just light up and to be out and enjoying at park again and the thrills and the, the, the sounds and the smells and everything else. And like other people finally coming out and I'll tell you what, not very packed, but there was good people by the, you know, good amount of people by the time we left, it was priceless, absolutely priceless. To see their faces last night or today. Unbelievable. That it, in this day and age, we can allow government to do something like that, to shut us all down. So many people, like I, I, I sat there in line, you know, obviously ma- mask mandates are up down here. Nobody's wearing them. The park doesn't have any uh, mask mandates or anything like that. And to see the people who still have them on, man, like wearing them. You got to turn off the media. You got to turn off the propaganda. You got to get this type of information in front of those people and destroy their reliance on the never-ending propaganda. I mean, it goes from the age of five, college, military. You know, if you get engaged in politics in any of that time, boy 
to see that still on some people's faces, or better yet, the virtue signaling crowd that had them, they were either hanging off one ear or hanging down on the bottom of their chin like in the South Park episode. What, what are you doing? I mean, what, what are you scared of? You're scared of your, your fellow human beings? That, that's our problem. We're, we're, we've been made to, to think that our fellow human beings are really, really, really scary people. They're not. Most people don't do shit to other people on a daily basis. It's not because they're scared. It's because they're good people. I had, I had to have that realization while I was out today as well. You know, and I, I really, I kind of said it out, out loud to myself. I didn't lock my truck today. Um, probably not the smartest, um, but I didn't lock the back end either. And I had cooler and everything else, you know, with, with food for the kids, water and juice. I came back out and it was all fine. And, you know, kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was just like, you know what, man? The idea that any of these people out here are, are terrible, awful, you know, murderers and thieves, like, they're not. You got 350 million people in America. And on a daily basis, we got two or three scumbags, right? Like, it's, it's not, they, they, make, they make front page news anywhere and everywhere, even in this God awful, God awful propaganda machine, right? They have to highlight the, who the, the, the baddies out there so that, uh, so that you're more scared of your fellow human being. Like most people, man, they're, they're out there doing good. They're handing out water to people who are too damn hot. They're, they're handing out sandwiches. They're doing, you know, good things. They're smiling at people letting him in line, letting him pass by, man, there was no grief, none of that kind of stuff. People are just, people are good people. And we got to stop being fearful. I think that's, you know, in, in terms of a way to honor the people who have died. It's like, man, honor them by giving other people the benefit of the fucking doubt. Sometimes I, I can't stand like, I know I'm not perfect in this, but I swear to God, it's, it's, and, and it's, I don't know. It's also learned. I mean, you got to practice this shit. You got to practice being in somebody else's shoes. And I'll tell you, if the only thing that ever helped me with that is something that they will throw you in a cage for, and it's a plant. Cannabis, I swear to God, you want to feel for other people, try some cannabis. Seriously, empathy and humanity. I swear to God, it opens up that, you know, that, uh, that, I don't know, that love inside of your brain. And you're just like, all right, man, they're probably going through some stuff and, you know, don't have their stuff all together. And boy, maybe, just maybe plausible. Let's, let's give them an out for whatever it is. If we can do that and we can de escalate situations, even in our mind, and we start to look at people as people more and more and more and more we're going to be so much better off i mean so much better off in this whole thing i i want to say one of the other ways that we can honor these guys and that's stop making more of them stop all the wars i don't know i don't know how we how we get this through I don't know if we have to push through our sheriffs, push through our mayors, 
start getting into the the state reps, Senate, the governors. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know how we make it more clear as a nation that the the wars, all of them, including here in America, they have to end. They've got to end. We have to take a step back and we have to try some peace. They hate us. They have every right, especially in other nations like in the Middle East, for God's sakes. I would hate us. If there was an invading force on Georgia soil for 20 fucking years, and I was still alive, which I probably wouldn't be, I'd be dead. I guarantee I'd be dead. But if they were and I was somehow still, still alive... I would hate them with every fiber of my being, and I would try to do as much damage to them so that they knew they would never conquer us, so that they knew that we would be free no matter what it took. I would absolutely despise us. I would think we were monsters. I would wonder what the fuck the populace was doing to stop these people from taking their money so that they could wage war against poor people around the planet, including here in the USA. So the next thing we could do to honor the fallen on Memorial Day, we have got right here in America, we've got to release peaceful people. We have to. We have to, we have to end the drug war. We have to remind these people who are in the government, who they serve. This, this has to be one of the forefronts. I mean, sports and everything else be damned. Like this is what we have to do. And we can do it peacefully. Reminding the sheriffs, reminding the mayors, man, running for those positions. We, we have to change this to honor the people who died, who thought they were dying for freedom, for liberty. That's how you honor these people. Stop making more veterans. Stop making more dead service, quote unquote, servicemen and women. Fight your ass off for liberty. Admit that we have some gigantic problems from the time we're five years old in this country. And I don't want to shit on teachers. I, I, like, I hate doing it. Like, You guys are in the same boat I was in as a guy that believed it, believes everything because I had never left the security of the, you know, the state, the security in terms of education. Party your ass off. You know, like I said, live big. Live, live like you're going to change the world. I'm not saying don't save. I'm saying go out there and be somebody that they write history books about. Not for bad reasons, for changing people's minds with huge ideas, immutable ideas, principles, just absolute, resolute. I mean, the time-tested natural law that governs us through consequence, ladies and gents. If we can do those things, I think we honor we honor the fallen. And the last thing I want to commend everybody on, because 
as we do a terrible job with some things, which I'll get into here, but um, I want to commend everybody and anybody within the sound of my voice who has remained peaceful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a million times. A lot of you have didn't didn't have to be like me to see war up close and personal to know how terrible it was. You're lucky that you had some great people in your life that told you way beforehand that war is nonsense. And, you know, like Smedley Butler said, it's a racket. But for staying peaceful over the last year, you have provided us time. And time in a military sense, in, just in any in any scenario, time equals safety. Time equals safety and to go a year plus. Being peaceful, being armed, being disobedient, being insubordinate, and not consenting. Boy, what a powerful, powerful statement. Didn't have to say a thing. That is the power of liberty. They know. They absolutely know. They cannot take up arms against you when you're peaceful. And they know they can't win either. That, that's power. That is absolutely the most powerful thing I think maybe on this planet besides love, right? Which I think spawns patience. You guys didn't have to do shit. Just had to stay peaceful. And the message that sends is, holy shit. We know as, as the state, we know how powerful they are. We cannot provoke this. We have to make it look like it's them. And they're not biting. They have incessantly told us no war in Syria. No war here. No war there. No, like the power of, of just saying no. Jesus Christ. To be part of that, to be part of that movement, to see now where I think Hopefully, we've crested the tyranny push in 2020 into 2021 where things are loosening up. Freedom and liberty are being taken back because we had time, because we were patient, because we didn't get violent. Unbelievable. That catches because as we're starting to see these people are caught in so many lives, people are fleeing, fleeing network for places like this. For all these amazing voices that are popping up in podcasts, our ability to reach you, you guys are incredible. But patience. You want to honor the people that thought that they were making a sacrifice for freedom, your patience 
in battle in in taking America kinetic. Boy, we may have just escaped something absolutely so consequential in the time and course of events of humankind. We might be watching one of the biggest, mostly peaceful, not like the Democrats say mostly peaceful or the propaganda say mostly peaceful, but mostly peaceful revolutions that this planet has ever seen. I think it's absolutely amazing to see that. Now, I think I'll kind of have a shorter show tonight, but I did, I did want to do this. I did see some things out there, um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about some of what happened over this weekend. I, I had some guests out this weekend, and I had an old buddy, man. Uh, Jason, if you're out there, man, absolutely uh, had a phenomenal time seeing you, brother, uh, to, to, to be able to catch up with a guy that you know since you were 10 years old. Um, and played football with and everything else and sit down as, as dads. And he, you know, he's almost, his kids are almost gone, right? Like he got, uh, he got started real early. Um, and to have him, you know, come out and, and hang out and, and just, you know, reminisce and talk about, you know, how much life has changed and, you know, what we've got to do and all these things on a Memorial day weekend, um, was really pretty exciting. Um, and then, we got into some late night talk, sitting out on the front porch, um, smoking a little smoke, I think. And um, we got into talking about uh, some of the things that, you know, I had witnessed overseas. And I know this is, um, th these are things that make, I think, a lot of people uncomfortable. And it, it's okay. If we're having uncomfortable conversations and we're doing it, you know, with with love and trying to understand each other it's a good thing now i will say this is not for everybody but i will also also say that the murder cult indoctrination camps and all of those people out there um that tell you not to talk about war or people that say oh you know real warriors would never talk about what happened on the battlefield i think it's complete bullshit i think it's bullshit and i think it's more and more of the indoctrination because they don't want people to hear these stories because you won't understand and you won't understand. And that's the whole point is you shouldn't ever understand these things. You should never, ever in your heart be okay with these things. So a couple of the stories that where we were talking about, you know, this loss of humanity and turning um, these, you know, Mark 19s and, you know, 50 cal and tow missiles and, you know, all sorts of just different weaponry over to 17, 18, you know, young, young men on front lines, right? You know, there was a time when I was, you know, aware, obviously, of what we were like, what we were doing all the time, you know, it was our rules of engagement were extremely strict, super, super strict to the point where they were like, listen, you got to take a shot, man. You better absolutely have nailed down the scenario because there's a chance that it might get caught by a reporter. I don't know. Some of you guys might be too young to remember those years and maybe weren't watching that kind of stuff back then. But I'll tell you right now, as a guy who lived it, um, 
was very aware of what my rules of engagement were at all times. Now, fast forward to the point where our rules of engagement got pulled back completely to the point where it was a free fire zone and Fallujah of, uh, you know, 04 when we, when the Marines and a bunch of army mech came in and absolutely destroyed the city. I mean, giant city. The, the reins got pulled off and I, I, I will caution you, you know, if you got kids around, you know, maybe this is time to, to have them tune out. Um, because fair warning, it's going to get, you know, fairly graphic, uh, from here, uh, probably till about the end of the show, but I thought it was worth repeating because the stories, they, we need to talk about them because I think this is how I get to honor some of the guys that didn't make it back. So when we went into Fallujah, it was a free fire zone. Rules of engagement were if it's downrange and it's got wind in its lungs, you can you can fucking kill it. Yeah. So when guys that have been pent up that have been, you know, told they can't do what they were trained to do for long enough, finally get to let it out after being under a microscope in that in that tribe that we have if there's one thing uncle sam does really really well it's create some of the most deadly killers on earth that's what they're good at that's not i don't know double-edged sword if I've ever heard one, but they take guys that would die for their country. And I mean, they're absolutely idealists and, and the guys next to them and they give them all the tools and knowledge that you could possibly ever hope for. And I mean, I'll tell you right now, as a guy that was over at force reconnaissance, man, it was, you learn, 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 learn all the time. I mean, it is the learning's never done take these guys and give them skill sets, man, and knowledge in warfare that most people could never dream of. And then let them loose on an entire city. And you will see some shit that you'll never, ever forget. I'll tell you that you'll never fucking forget it. And what I wanted to convey is the loss of humanity in young, young men who have been told that this is, the path to glory. This is the path to valor. This is, you know, this is how legends are made and the most deadly fighting force that the earth has ever seen that we know of anyway. Boy, the gravity of that situation with people downrange. And now I, I will say, you know, they did some psyops and said, Hey, get the fuck out of town, right? You got until this day. And then, Hell on earth is coming. You know, some people didn't leave, man. Lots of old men. Like, dude, I've seen Anfal. I've seen Saddam. I've seen all the terrible shit that's happened in Iran since the 50s. Like, I'm they're they're tired. They're done running. Like, there was a lot of old dudes who got just absolutely killed in spot, being extremely, I don't know, peaceful dudes. 
I mean, th- one of the first guys I saw, I think it was probably about 60, laying flat down. You know, he was sitting Indian style, had collapsed because he'd been killed. And I don't even know by what, but when we came across him, that was that was what it was. And I was just like, boy, you know, like it doesn't maybe doesn't even hit you till you know, 10, 15, 20 years later. But I was older and, and I say older, it was like 24. We got pushing through the city, pushing through the city and we're headed from the north to the south. And we get down to the south part of Fallujah. And there's nothing like you've got the Euphrates River on the west and you've got some fields and then you've got desert to the south. And, you know, this is where these guys were, you know, the, the rest of the fighters were making a stronghold down there. And the, the, the fighting got extremely thick. It was extremely uh, intense. And in those situations, what we were doing at that point is we had learned call up the D9, which is a giant caterpillar, huge, like cat, you know, like a, a bulldozer. It's completely up armored. It's got windows like a foot thick and maybe not quite thick. But, you know, Lance Corporal, Corporal, you know, driving this giant wrecking machine. If we received fire, we're just like, yeah, we had lost so many guys at that point. Um, bulldozed the building. And we this this was just common practice, but I remember this one instance more more than any because of the lack of humanity in the situation. So a a building was was crushed. Um, you know, it was pretty pretty good size, had quite a few guys in it, and you know, the, the rooftop around it is just lined with young Marines um, that are, you know, calling out, you know, all sorts of shit from, from the top of the rooftops at this young corporal who's in this D nine on a pile of rubble. And there's one dude who hasn't succumbed to his wounds yet. And man, at that point, you know, everybody starts kind of pointing things out and man, that guy, he didn't last, you know, a hell of a lot longer. I think somebody, you know, put a round in him or something like that. But the, the Lance Corporal, who was driving the D9, he, you know, he hits that diesel a little bit. Like, it was a couple, vroom, vroom, and you hear the, the, the turbo and the, uh, and the cat charge up twice. And then he gives the, you know, get some sign, basically. We're going double time. We're going to do something, right? And he just takes that cat and he just spins it right over this dude. I was just like, oh, everybody is cheering, 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 cheering. I mean, the loss of humanity in that moment, I was just like, man, I just, we talked about honor a lot in the Marine Corps. I think there was a lot of honor in that. It's like honor is, is if you have to kill, kill swiftly, the torture and the inhumanity, man, that's, there's, there's nothing in that. Nothing. And everybody, right? Weird, weird moment. To top it off and put the cherry on top of it all. You know, after it was all said and done with that moment and kind of the area was secured, and I don't know if we were at a limited of advance that night or what, but, you know, guys going through, you know, picking out things, doing, uh, SSE, uh, basically going in and searching for, you know, IDs, passports, whatever they could take off of these guys um, 
to, you know, help further identify who they might be and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, at that point, you know, guys got some cameras out and, you know, some of the, some of the guys, I'm not going to say who they were, but you know, they've got heads that they're holding up posing with. And I was like, you guys understand the ramifications of this? Like you have no idea as a 20 something year old or, or teenager, what the fuck this is going to do to your personal life. If somebody sees it or your psyche, you have no idea how you're going to live with that moment later in your life. When you actually grow up and you mature, maybe you have a family realize that, man, we, we, we as Americans wouldn't stand for this kind of shit here at home. This is, it, it, it got me, I mean, it ripped my heart out. It was one of those things where I was just like, man, it, uh, it's tough. And just to, just to have kind of seen it and witnessed it, you're just kind of taken back, man. But the, the whole thing that I wanted to get to with this in, in our humanity is we and them aren't different. Like I said in the beginning of the show, I think most people are good. Most people don't kill. Most people don't rob. Most people don't rape. Most people don't steal. Most people don't do those things. The amount of government we have in this country is so damn disproportional for good people. We have to call the murder cult what it is. We have to identify its operatives. We have to also, at the very end of this, show humanity. And I think we're going to get there. I think we're going to get to a point peacefully that when this pendulum swings and it's swinging hard, I mean, it's su- super hard right now. You can see it in everybody who's out there. When we get to the end of this, these God awful fucking people that send and continue to send Young men and women often die under the premise that they're fighting for our honor, our liberty, our red, white, and blue fucking spangliness. We're going to have to show them mercy. We are going to have to remove the power of the state to kill people, starting with them. There's, there's great places that we have where we can keep them. But this, this losing our humanity, taking life that's not ours to take, it's got to stop. It's, and we've got to be the people that stop it. We have got to be the people who are consistent on this all the way around. And when this time comes, and it will, we have got, we've got to be those people. We have got to be the bigger people. We have to be the adults. We have to help with history. We have to make sure that this kind of shit, boy, I mean, at minimum, at minimum, 244 years, right? 
244 years. Well, I guess we made it to 1865. So maybe it's a, a bar too high or I'm, I'm not doing math the right way, most likely. But uh, good Lord. We got to be the generation that tries to make sure that they, this can never happen again. And these principles that we talk about, peace and liberty and consent, the idea that real crime requires a victim that can't be you know, victimless crimes, changing our communities at the local executive level and doing huge, huge things. I think, I think we have a great chance at actually paying homage to the men and women that thought they were giving their final measure for freedom. Forty-seven minutes. That's where I'm going to cut it for the show tonight. I uh, I love you guys. Thank you for being those people out there that are doing amazing, huge, just crazy things. You guys see, um, we've got Jake Green who is going to do a uh, documentary um, about the the larger ramifications of liberty and. He's going to do a lot of it about what's going on here in Radical. I mean, un, unbelievable. That's you guys. That's all you guys. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, you guys are killing it out there, crushing it. I mean, look who's in this chat. I got guys from all over the place with their own podcasts. You guys are, I mean, Reed, Matt, love you guys. Laura, uh, Zach, Joey, thank you guys. It's it's incredible to see this happening. So just um, hats off to you guys. Keep up the uh, the amazing work, and we've got a we've got a ton more to do. But I'll tell you, I think you know it's not time to let up. It's time to apply more and more pressure as things start to lighten up from um, you know the states where they can't keep peaceful people down. Like we got a lot of work to do, tons and tons and tons. You gotta you gotta make it happen. Uh, we've got some plans to make that happen here on radical i've got some giant things in the mix for you guys man i can't wait to tell you guys about some of them um i will tell you um this is going to be a radicalpod.com is going to be a place where not only are we going to lift up people who are coming into this movement who show some great potential but uh we're going to be kind of a catalog for um industry and everything else to reach out to do some really neat things like just wait it's going to be pretty badass i think when it's up and running starting to work on it in the background but uh wanted to share some some inside stuff with you guys um thank you guys for everything thank you for being patient and um i hope you guys have an awesome week i got uh got some great great people coming on uh my buddy harrison who i think it's um oh god i'm reading his book and i I forgot uh, what something's uh, paradise Par parasites uh, paradise. Super good. Um, he's coming on, uh, I think tomorrow night, Tuesday night, and probably air on the audio podcast on on Friday. So anyway, uh, you guys have a great week out there. Thank you guys so much for everything you're doing. You guys are awesome. I will see you next time. Until then, I love you. I need you. Peace.
Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.